0: Hello and welcome. We are on the Revival Road with evangelist Chance Walters. If you are new to the podcast, each week we will upload a new message taken from one of our ministry opportunities from all over the world. Our prayers that the Word of God would challenge you and change you, conforming you into the image of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. For more information, to give or to send in prayer requests, go to our website at www.chancewalters.org. And now, here is evangelist Chance Walters. We hope you enjoy the program.
1: Today, I want you to think multiplication. Think, think, think multiplication. Luke 9 12. When the day began to wear away, the twelve came and said to him, Jesus, send the multitude away so that they may go into the surrounding towns and country and lodge and get provision. For we are in a deserted place. Now stay with me. Verse 13, Jesus said to them, you give them something to eat. They're hungry, you feed them. And they said, we have no more than five loaves and two fish unless we go and buy food for all these people. For there are about 5,000 men. You know, this story is also mentioned in Matthew 14, verse 21. It says 5,000 men plus women and kids. So some scholars say that the crowd could be Up to 20,000 people. So the disciples said, hey, I've got five loaves and two fish. What are we going to do? Then Jesus said, y'all sit down. Make the crowd sit down in groups of 50. And so they did. And they all sat down. And then Jesus took the five loaves and the two fish. And looking up to heaven, he blessed it and he broke it. And then he gave them to the disciples to set before the people. So they all ate. Now this is a miracle, man. Verse 17, they all, 20,000 people per se, they all ate the bread and the fish and they were filled and 12 baskets of the leftover fragments were taken up afterwards so today I want you to think multiplication now I don't know about you but I like to put myself in the scripture because it helps me see from the other point of view it gives me a different vantage point so today let's put ourselves in this story to see how we would have responded on the Sea of Galilee are you ready you are on the Messiah search committee okay And this guy, Jesus, comes up and says, Hey, James, John, follow me. Philip, your brother, come on, let's go. And they start following this this man, this Galilean. And suddenly he's raising the dead, walking on water, turning the water into wine, healing the blind. And you're like, this guy has to be the man that we've been looking for the Messiah, and now they find themselves on a hillside with what could be up to 20,000 people, and you know, my mind has to go back to our first crusade in India, our first crusade was around 20,000 people, and I stood on that stage, and it was a great crowd, and to think about feeding these people with just a few fish and two loaves of bread absolutely amazes me. But I believe somewhere along the way, the 12 disciples remembered an Old Testament story about Elijah feeding 100 men with 20 loaves of bread. And in this story, God multiplied the 20 by 5 and gave the prophet exactly what he needed. 1 Kings chapter 4, verse 42 then a man came from Baal and brought the men of God bread from the first fruits, twenty loaves of barley bread and a newly ripened grain in his knapsack. And he said, "Give it to the people that they may eat." But his servant said, "What shall I set before a hundred men? Shall I set this before all of these people?" But he said, "Sure, give it to the people that they may eat." For thus says the Lord, they shall eat and have some left over. Verse 44. So he sat it before the people and they ate. And there, miraculously, was some food left over. And I love this part according to the word of the Lord. So in retrospect, the disciples are watching a miracle of the same kind. Jesus took the five loaves and the two fish. And he looked up to heaven and he blessed it and he broke it and he gave the bread and the fish to the men to set before the multitude. And this is what I want to see you today. I want you to see today. Really short and sweet. This is what happens when you give away what God has already blessed. See, the miracle didn't happen in the master's hand. The miracle happened in the hands of of the ordinary, uneducated 12 disciples. The miracle happened in their hands as they obeyed the voice of their heavenly Father. Come on, short and sweet, there are two principles to supernatural multiplication. We have to think multiplication. Why? It's better than addition. 100 plus 100 is 200. 100 times 100 is 10,000. Stay with me. 10,000 plus 10,000 is 20,000. But 10,000 times 10,000 is 100 million. You do the math. I don't know about you. I would rather have multiplication. Than addition, and the Bible says one can set a thousand to flight, but two can set ten thousand. So, how much more can twelve, one twenty, you and me? What can we do in the spirit when we come into agreement according to the word of the Lord? So, the two principles to release supernatural multiplication in your life, according this to this story: number one, it has to be blessed. Before it can multiply. Put yourself in the story. What if these men had handed out the bread and the fish before Jesus pronounced a blessing over it? Would the miracle still occur? Certainly not. See, it's the blessing of Jesus that gives us the power and the potential to multiply. And this is a New Testament truth. When we pray and walk in obedience and give our tithes and our offerings, our resources, our energies, over and above, Jesus himself receives it and blesses it. Okay, and I believe that this speaks to more than just finances, but just for the sake of an example, when you give a tenth of your income back to Christ, the Bible says that it is blessed. You can hoard 100% and it be cursed, or you can give 10% and keep the 90% and it be blessed. This terminology actually says in Malachi chapter 3 to bring the whole tithe into the storehouse. It doesn't say give because you cannot give what is not yours. The tithe is God's. And if you don't bring it back to him, the prophet goes on to say that you are stealing from God. One time an old pastor friend of mine said, if they will steal from God, they will steal from you. Watch out now. See, would you rather deal with addition or multiplication when it comes to your personal finances? I thought so. We have to think multiplication. See, two things are God's. The tithe, the Bible says the tithe is mine. And then he says vengeance is mine. When you walk according to the word of the Lord, the Lord has your front side and he has your back side. So number one, it has to be blessed. Number two, it has to be given away. It has to be given before it can miraculously multiply. Think about this. What if after Jesus had prayed over the provision, the disciples went over into their little clique and ate what they had? Five fish and two bread, two pieces of bread. It wouldn't even fed but a few of the disciples. But supernaturally, he fed a whole hillside of people. See, we have to give it away. 2 Corinthians 9.10 says, Now he who provides seed for the sower and bread for food, he will multiply your seed for sowing. And he will give you the resource and the increase of harvest for you and your family, the Amplified Version. See, God multiplies the seed that you sow, the seed that you let go. He can't let go of what's in His hand until you let go of what's in your hand. And if we're honest, this is really a measure of trust. People who don't believe the basics of the Bible really don't put it into practice, even though they believe in God. And most of America would say, oh yeah, I believe in the Bible? Well, why don't you do what the Bible says to do? The answer lies in this reality because they really don't trust that God will do what he says he will do. And this is a word for you in 2022. Do not merely listen to the word, but do what it says. James 1:22. See, we'll never see the increase unless we sow the seed. And see, this is the only subject in Scripture that says, okay, test me in this. Read Malachi 3. God said, test me. Test me. Think multiplication. Test me in what? The tithe. Test me. Give it a try and see if I will not open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing on you so much that you will not have enough room to contain it. I will give you an overflow of blessing coming in to your bosom. You'll have so much, you'll have to give more away. Test me, says the Lord, to see if what I say is true. Does he want to prosper you for the sake of of boasting and being prideful. No, he wants to to prosper you so that you can give it away and build the kingdom. (laughs) Friend, God wants to multiply your finances, your influence, your favor, your friends, your joy, your peace. Pressed down, shaken up and flowing over. Will God give to you and your family? How's he going to do it? I don't know. All I know is that He is the God of more than enough. The children of Israel lived in Egypt. They were in bondage. They weren't blessed. They were living in the land of not enough. They were slaves. They did not have enough to make ends meet. And then God miraculously set them free, and they wandered in the wilderness for 40 years. And God gave them just enough. They lived in the land of just enough. Manna fell from heaven. It came out of nowhere. Quail. The water out of the rock. They had just enough. But then they crossed the Jordan River into the promised land. And this was the land of more than enough. Exceedingly and abundantly more than they could ever ask or think. And this is the place that God wants to take his people if we will keep sowing the seed. When God blesses it and you give it away, you cast your bread upon the waters. In many days, Ecclesiastes says that it will come back to you in Jesus' name. Is anybody with me out there today? In conclusion, I heard this story a few years ago and the Lord reminded me Today and it's a true story. I was watching the Weather Channel, and in the outback of North Northern Australia, in the middle of the desert, five hundred miles from the ocean, it rained there only a few times a year. It was a desert place, but one day suddenly, supernaturally, it began to rain fish, perch. A natural phenomenon. Fish fell out of the sky into a desert village. Frozen fish and fresh fish. True story. What happened was a tornado moved over the South Pacific Ocean and the wind sucked a school of fish up into this tunnel and it took the fish into the atmosphere. And then a strong wind came and blew these fish 500 miles inland. And some of the fish were frozen and some of the fish were fresh because some of the fish went so high that that, that the cold weather froze them. See, even nature can be God's evangelist. Can you imagine being one of the villagers who woke up that morning and it began to supernaturally rain perch all over your front porch. And see, this has actually been documented dozens of times. And some of you feel like you are in a desert and there's no answer for your need. But I came to tell you today that you don't even have to have a boat. You don't have to have any bait. You don't even have to have a rod or a reel. All you need to know that it is written that God will supply all of your needs according to His riches and glory which is in Christ Jesus our Lord and Savior. See, God knows how to get His blessings to His people. Can somebody say amen? For every problem that you have in your life, there is a promise. See, our God is a promise keeper which makes us Promise reapers. I can almost hear the Lord saying right now, it's time to reap. It's time to reap. Where there is vision, there's provision. Where God guides, He provides. If it's God's will, it's God's bill. Do you believe me? One of the covenantal names of our Heavenly Father is Jehovah Jireh. This is His name. He is the God who provides. And when you boil this teaching all the way down today, The question is this, are you going to look to God to fulfill your need? And I could keep going, but this is a kingdom key. Extravagant giving releases extravagant blessing. Just ask King Solomon. Ask Simon Peter. Ask the 12 disciples. There's two principles to supernatural multiplication of anything in the earth. Number one, it has to be blessed before we can see it multiply. See, Jesus took the bread and He broke it and He lifted it high towards heaven and He blessed it and then number two, He gave it away. It has to be given away. It has to be given before God can miraculously multiply. God broke it, He blessed it, and He boldly gave it away. See friends, we have to think this way. The world operates in addition, division. The enemy came to steal, kill, and destroy, to bring a curse, but Jesus came to bring a blessing. He wants to bless you with grace and mercy and supernatural multiplication so from this day forward i pray that you would think multiplication in jesus name
0: this program was made possible by the generous partners and friends of chance walters ministries international until next time we are on the revival road for more information Download our free ministry app or go to our website at www.chancewalters.org. Indeed, the best is yet to come.